Does your writing feel more like spinning your wheels than making any actual progress towards your goals? Are you not even quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. Hello, and welcome back to the Purposeful Pen Podcast. So one question that I hear a lot when I'm coaching writers is how do they narrow down their reader message to just one? So many times we have multiple interests and different things that we like to talk about. So this week, we're going to look at some different options that you have if you're having trouble narrowing things down to just one reader and message. So first of all, here's what really does not work like at all. Having two completely separate readers and messages. For example, travel for retirees and workout routines for parents of small children. So why does this not work? Well, if you're going to do two completely unrelated topics with different readers, then you're looking at really needing two different websites, two different social media accounts, two different email lists, and you would need to nurture and grow those completely separately because your retirees won't want to know about workouts for young moms and the moms are not thinking about retirement yet. Managing both of those is an incredible amount of work. So that does not work, but there are some things that can work though. So one possibility is to have one reader and message be kind of your main thing where you focus your website, your email list, your social media, et cetera. And then you sometimes maybe write articles or do isolated pieces in other places on different topics. Just for a little sneak peek to next week in episode 20, in my interview with Melissa Smith, she talks about how she writes mainly to women creatives but for example, she wrote an isolated magazine article about kids with disabilities. That's great. She didn't put it on her website or mention it on social media because it didn't belong there, but it served its purpose for the magazine that she wrote it for. So another option is to have the same reader, but different aspects of your message. So let's go back to the writing about travel for retirees. That could be your umbrella topic. But then under that, you cover destinations, packing tips, how to get along with your spouse while you're traveling, nurturing your spiritual life while on the road, etc. You have a specific reader and a general topic that's then divided into subtopics with that common thread that weaves through them all. That can totally work. You can also have one topic, but segment it into two different readers. So I do this personally. I talk about spiritual formation and getting below the surface in our lives to uncover the things that get us stuck. I also talk to Christian writers on how to use some of those same principles to get unstuck in their writing. I ask questions to help them get to the root of where they're struggling so they can make progress in their writing. So those who are interested in writing are also Christians, so they might want to read my spiritual formation topics. But then I also just talk to the writers for the writing topics. Jana Carlson in episode 18 has a similar situation. 
She writes for Christians who are not writers as well as Christian writers, but the topic kind of links them together. Part of managing this type of scenario is knowing where each group of people go to hear your message. I discovered that the Christians reading my message who are not writers most often seem to interact with me via email. They didn't seem to be podcast listeners, at least not for my content, nor were they interested in interacting on social media on topics of spiritual formation. However, they do interact with my emails and blog posts, so I focus my attention on email for those people. The writers in my audience, however, do interact with writing topics on social media, and many listen to podcasts, so that's where I direct my message to them. It's still a lot of work to maintain both, so I try to streamline it however I can. Most email service providers allow you to segment your audience so that you can keep track of what message goes to which people. There really isn't one right or wrong way to do it, and a lot of it depends on your own personal bandwidth. Here are some big picture questions to help you make those decisions. First of all, clarity is the key. If you have a website, it should be clear and focused and speak directly to your reader. Having multiple messages or talking to multiple types of people is confusing and will not attract people to your site. The same with any social media platform or email communication, whatever the place is, be clear and focused. Secondly, it has to be sustainable for you. Especially if your writing time is limited, being as focused and narrow as you can will help you to use your time much more effectively. Thirdly, there is always room to experiment. If you're really torn between two topics or readers, spend some time writing about both. See what resonates with you and what resonates with others. What can you write about forever versus what is more of a passing interest that might only go to isolated places? There are also seasons for different topics. You may just need to set one topic aside for a season, and then you can switch gears later on. So if you're trying to narrow down who you are writing for and what you offer them, I will put the link in the show notes for 10 questions to ask yourself and journal through to find clarity. If you aren't already on my email list, you're going to be missing out on hearing some announcements and special opportunities coming up this fall and down the road. Downloading those 10 questions will get you on that list. I generally only email about once a month unless there's something special going on, so I won't inundate you with emails. So I hope you find this helpful. I would love to hear any questions that you have about having multiple readers or messages. You can find me on Instagram and DM me there. I'm at Amy Simon Writer. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful in your writing journey. Please take a look at the show notes for links and resources that were mentioned in the episode. I would love to continue the conversation with you on Instagram. You can follow me there at Amy Simon Writer. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear about it. And you can help the podcast grow by subscribing and sharing it with others who might benefit as well. May you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others.